and welcome to Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. This is your host, Catherine McPhail, and I'm an architect practicing in eastern Massachusetts. My specialty is additions and renovations to existing homes. This podcast is meant for homeowners who are planning a home renovation and would like to learn everything they can about the process ahead of time, or it could just be for people who enjoy hearing about home renovation topics. So I got a listener question about how to expect the unexpected. She felt that there was a lot of unexpected uh, issues that might come up during construction, and she was worried about that. So I thought about how to answer her on that. There is a podcast that I listen to called Behind the Studs, and I thought these guys would be good to talk about how you avoid unexpected surprises during construction. So there are two contractors from Connecticut. Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll, and they are the men behind the studs. And again, we just jump right into my conversation with them. We talked about architect-contractor relationships, uh, basically how to avoid unexpected issues. This is, I'm going to edit this, so if you want me to erase anything, you can just, I don't seem like, it doesn't seem like you're going to be too concerned, but. No, not at all. Not at all. We never edit our own show, so. It, yeah, I can it tell. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a boat. But a boat. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I have been enjoying your show. I mean, no, it's thank pretty, you. I kind of have you on the background while I'm drawing, just kind of listening in on your conversation. So. Oh, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's fun. And I, I learned a lot. I'm always learning a lot from, from contractors, you know, because I'm an architect. Yep. Yep. So, we talk a lot or I have talked a lot about that kind of there are sometimes not great relationships between architects and contractors, but I don't know why that, that should that have to be. That is true. Why? No, no, it shouldn't be. shouldn't be at all. It doesn't have to be that way. I remember framing yeah. houses uh, down in Brantford. Uh, we're doing it. It was like 191 units in this big, making this big building. And the problem was the architect work that was, you know, it didn't work. Um, so that that's what you would hear. You would hear that from the, you know, it looks good on paper, but it doesn't work, doesn't work on the field. Same yeah. thing happened in Mohegan Sun. Same thing happened at Foxwood. You know, you don't know until you're out in the field. They got to make some, you know, make some adjustments. Right. So Right. Well, yeah. that's, that's it, right? You always have to make adjustments, which is why I need to have a good relationship with the contractors so that they can, well, so we can have some communication. If there's an issue, then I can try to help them solve it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, the biggest part of it too is that you know once the contractor gets the prints they're like you know the architect is done as far as they're concerned and it's not necessarily that case you know mm-hmm. a lot of times i will just call the architect back up and say hey listen this is what we're coming across do you want to do another updated drawing do you want to do something here what is your recommendation and that seems to work out much better than just you know just take the prints and then just blah blah blah, blah, blah. Be, be so angry you know it's not working out yeah. and you know yeah yep. there's well, a relationship that. Because then people are covering yeah. our mistakes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but it can go both ways too. Because if they need, there are always things that come up during construction. And in fact, that sure. is what we're supposed to be talking about today, right? Ah, okay. We just stumbled on it. What? It just wow. really, look, at, look at us. Wow. Naturally came Put that upon it. Back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got a I got a message from one of my listeners asking me about uh, how do you. I don't even know how to phrase this, but the unexpected things that come up during construction. How do you know, how do you expect the unexpected, yeah. which is kind of maybe an impossible task, but there may be some things that you come up, 
that you come across that I come across all the time that we could help people know might be coming. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think from my experience, um, watching supervisors work, um, they'll actually do a sit down with the architecture, like the architect, if it's going to be um, like, I think a basic sit down um, on certain sections. I think when you're going from exterior to interior, mm-hmm. and if you're going into, especially if the room's got a lot of cuts and, you know, you can say that in a lot of dimension, mm-hmm. uh, that takes a, I look at that once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> you know, to make sure we get this right on the framing. Right, right. So right. what what are your biggest problems that you run well, into, Kevin? For, for, for who, me? No. No, you have no problem. I have no problem. So, ever. You wake up Ever. And you're you wake up and your hair is perfect. Right. I have two kids and everything. I have no problems. No, no. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> um, you know, for, for me, if I was talking to a homeowner, a lot of times what I tell them is, you know, the things that may pop up are, are things that we can, for the most part, we can foresee a lot of it. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, electrical. So electrical, we don't know until we open up the walls. So right. that can always be an unexpected issue. Um, but, you know, if you have your contractor who's educated or he brings in his electrician, looks at the panel, just kind of gets an idea, maybe from the basement, looking at the wiring that's there now, he may be able to identify the fact that we're going to run into some issues. You know, the, the, the wire is not up to code. So mm-hmm. that's going to be something that we're going to have to plan on. Right. Uh, the same thing goes for like plumbing. You know, if yeah. you see a lot of uh, copper piping and it looks old and it's starting to, you know, you know, pin marks and, and stuff in the in the pipes, that may be an issue, too, that you're going to have to you know get ready for. Knowing right. that from what you can see downstairs in the basement, there's an issue with the plumbing. Uh, so when we go in, we start opening up walls if we're doing a bathroom or a kitchen, get ready for that. That's probably going to be an issue that's going to need to be replaced. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, too, that I run into you know, and a lot of times you can see some sort of evidence of this, but rot, you know, uh, if you're going to have a rotted sill plate, you know, you should be able to see that from, from downstairs in the basement. Um, but there are going to be the occasional times where, you know, you open something up, especially on the exterior, it wasn't flashed properly. Um, you know, it wasn't just done properly at all. And then next thing you know, now you're ripping off the side of the house, trying to fix the rot. Uh, that would be for me, one of the things that, I cannot foresee. There's usually no evidence of that. Um, and then I feel horrible for the, for the customer at that point, you know, cause I have to explain to them that this has to be done. We can't cover it up. It needs to be fixed. So. Yeah. yeah. You, so. you had a point earlier with the, with the contractor, when you work with a, a contract, I mean, honestly, do you keep your ego out of it? I know. I mean, it's your design, right? Are you it's talking your to design me? And you're oh. putting, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I actually feel like I am one of the architects who does not have an ego involved with it. Sometimes there are things like, uh, you know, the framers I have found kind of do things that they think might be an improvement, but actually has a ripple effect through the project. Mm-hmm. It's not actually it's not better for it to be top of plate at eight feet. It needs to be at seven feet because then the roof is going to be this high. Then the windows on the second floor are going to be, you know, so it all goes and cascades in a bad way. Sometimes if they just, um, so that might be a yeah, when, they, when, they, when they basically, when they just take control without telling you and just decide, I think I'm going to decide to make it eight feet rather than seven feet. Right. And because everybody would want it to be eight feet. Right. But no, right. they don't right. actually. So <laughs> yeah. Um, right. 
Yeah. So stuff like that. So I don't, that's not when, so that's when I want to make sure that the framing is going to happen the way it's drawn because it needs to happen that way for the whole project to work really. So yeah. like right now I have all these, um, I am losing so much sleep over these um, attic renovations because I, people want what they want and I want them to have what they want and be happy, but it's so tight. It is so tight. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to have, you know, 80 inches in front of, you know, whatever it is, 10 inches in front of the toilet. Uh, Like it's a slanted roof. And it's just like, yeah, within Mm -hmm. like a centimeter of what it has to be. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I went to go see the site recently and the framer guy. So also in Somerville, there are really strict rules about when the dormer can start. So it has to start a foot over from the ridge. It's like a nightmare, really. So, Mm -hmm. so, and then he thought I meant down like a a foot down from the ridge and that would have made the whole bathroom like can't, you know, if it had been a foot down from the ridge instead of a foot over Mm -hmm. from the ridge. Yeah. That would have been the end of that. But I was there at that moment, which was nice. But stuff like Luckily. that, I lose sleep over. Because if, if that's not framed right, then sometimes it's just a disaster. Yeah. But, right. Which, sure. which says a lot about you, too, because, you know, that's not really on you at that point. You drew it correctly. The framer has to execute correctly. But you obviously care. So I know, but I know <laughs> which how, is a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do care. I care a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for my Us own too. comfort. But um mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in terms of ego, like I know there are architects who have big egos because I know a lot of them. I'm married. I'm married. <laughs> but, uh, uh, hello. All right. He doesn't not, listen, does he? No. Uh, no, he doesn't actually ever no. listen to this. <laughs> Our family told you to, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, they don't. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't go in there and have a fight about aesthetics really because what I do is I feel like I translate people's um, – ideas and visions of their home into something that's actually going to be built, you know, so that's, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to make their dream come true along with the contractors. So that's the way I look at it. And none of it's really high design. I mean, it's about circulation and experiencing the space and all that stuff, but it's not, Yep. I don't, um, maybe it's cause I don't do really high design work that my ego's not in it because I just want it to be a good product that works and people can enjoy. That's it. Right. So it's not, sure. about, yeah. it's not about me. It's about them and about, just getting through the project in a way that is in on good terms. It, it, so when there's a problem, everybody's in freak out yeah. and we just come up with solutions and present those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and and that's it. It's, it's establishing, it's establishing the right kind of relationship. Years ago when I was just a carpenter's helper, my boss at the time got into it with the architect and the homeowner oh, yeah, and that's it got ugly. Mm. It got so ugly. Um, because the architect said one thing and the, the contractor, which he was wrong, decided to do it his way. He thought his way was better. But the homeowner paid for the architecture and the architect work to mm-hmm. come out the way it was supposed to come out. Right. But the contractor thought he could do it quicker, faster, or even look make it look better if he did it this way. Right. Blew up in his face. He, mm-hmm. yeah, not good at all. Not good at all. Yeah. So I think, you know... I think that's when you really got to you really got to dance with your you know with your carpenter in a very nice way mm-hmm. and tell him that you're on his side and you got to really establish that relationship like listen we're into this together you yeah. know I I'm, you know I just want to make this work the right way and I know you do too you want to do it once one and done so right. if there's any if you, we got an issue just let me know I'm more than happy to figure this out right. I'll get on it right away and yeah. I think once you got that you got his back and he's not all alone you guys are in it as a team it'll be awesome. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, it can be I, awesome. It, it really, and when I know that I'm working with a contractor who I work with often and and we are part of the team, and sometimes I'm literally part of their team because I'm working, I'm being paid by them as a design build sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And that's way, that's way better for me because then it's not an adversarial sort of thing. It's just we get to work through whatever might come up. Well, here's a point. Here's a point now. Okay, so you do the drawings and you know your contractor, which is a great thing. Say you know him, right? You guys worked together before. To head it off at the path or the pass, whatever you say. The pass. The yeah. pass. Yeah. <laughs> I would make a phone call and a cup of coffee and say, come over. I, get, I want to show you something. Tell me what you think because I'm concerned about this. Does this work in your eyes? So he already knows. So he knows already what he's going to get into. If you know, like, like case in point, you're staying up now because of what you have and like how much room you have. There always will come a time in some kind of structural building that um, everybody's got to put their heads together. And if mm-hmm. you can get that before even as you just break ground as the foundation is being poured, oh, my God, that makes everybody sleep easier. Everyone's right. anticipating the, that that issue that's going to come around the corner. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, yeah, that does go back to anticipating issues and how you do that is really planning, I think. And then talking mm-hmm. to all the people who are going to be involved with it and say, this is where I think there might be an issue. So this is how I think it can be solved. And we talk, we do talk about that. And um, yeah, it just makes it much better to just have open communication and really think about what could happen. And maybe my personality is suited to this because I'm always thinking about what could, what's the worst thing that could happen? And then planning for that. But mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't help with my stress levels, but it, it does help. Uh, and then also I've had some bad negative feedback up from, contractors that I've been working for when I talk to the team about like this is where the challenge is going to be and coming up the stair here and we have to make sure we have enough head height and I'm just not sure it's going to work and he's feels like that makes me come off as insecure but I'm not insecure I'm just I'm not I'm just saying that this is going to be this is going to be the the tough part right here and everything else has to back off of that or go ahead of that I mean that's the point you know so yeah I mean I, I look at it like prepared yeah. Right. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. 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 No, I noticed that. I've met a few too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and what they forget sometimes is that a good architect actually sits down with the client, goes over the drawings and over all the details so that there is nothing questionable as far as between the architect and the Mm. homeowner. Mm. Everything that's in that drawing is what they want. Mm. And that's right. We already talked about it. A contractor will forget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's when they start going off of the drawings themselves and say, you know, like you said, go from seven feet to eight feet. You know, they're, they're they just they, they, they for whatever reason, you know, and I've come across this before, too, is that they just don't think that the architect got it right. And yeah. that's just not the case. There's a reason yeah. for these drawings. The thing is, I do like contractors that are you know, thinking for themselves, but not too much thinking for themselves. So there's a, there's a delicate balance, maybe with everybody, you know, think a little bit for yourself, but not all the way, you know? So it's like you have to, you almost have to like, you already know the answer, but you can almost make it, make him feel like he's got the answer. He knows. Uh, the Well, that's another thing I have to do. Yeah. You know, (laughs) what do you think of this? Oh, that's great. You are wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Right. Right. It's on your notes. It's already on your notes. That's fine though. You know what? I don't feel in the end. um, And maybe this is just a, maybe I should stop doing this as a female person, but it's just easier for me to plant the seed, have someone think it's their idea. So it gets done the way (laughs) I want. And it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. my, you know, 
as long as it gets done the way I feel like it needs to get done or a reasonable alternative, then I'm happy. Yeah. I don't I don't really care as long as it gets done for you. my way. Well, I guess that's yeah, good for you. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, there, there was this project I was on pretty recently and they had this um, one project manager and then he mysteriously left. So we had a new project manager Ugh. and then the new project manager came with his sidekick. Hope he doesn't listen to my podcast. He came with a sidekick <laughs> and then a sidekick. I don't even know what his job actually was. But they were rearranging the bathroom fixtures. Like, why Why are we talking about this? I've already spent months talking about where all this stuff was going to go, where the skylight was going to go, where the toilet was going to go. Yeah. We have head issues. Like, so anyway, I don't mean <laughs> I was not planning on complaining about contractors during this, uh, this call. We don't mind. Well, I don't. But, well. I mean, I think, anyway, I do think that's an important thing. Having, if you are going to hire an architect and you have a contractor, obviously, then having them work together is really important to help your project go as smoothly as possible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. So what else do you, what else do you want to talk about then? Well, well that's it. We that's have to agree, I guess. There's nothing more yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, on, I'm definitely on your side. I'm like, I definitely wouldn't want to, you know, have your ass hanging in the breeze and neither would I. You know, nope. who, who yeah, wants, nobody you know, wants their thing in their honestly. Yeah, right. right. You know, you just you're both into it. You're both in it to win it. So whatever we got to do to make it work, let's make it work. Right. Let's make it yeah, work. I mean, I've, I've been pretty fortunate. I have a, an architect that I like working with and I usually give out his name to to my customers. So, you know, we've we've worked together on multiple projects. It makes it just so much easier. Yeah, it really you does. Know? Yeah, because, you know, yeah. you know each other and you trust each other. And that's the important thing, really, is is trust and building trust and not unbuilding it was what probably one of the best probably one of the best architects i ever worked with he had his own framing company he was a licensed architect but his own framing company huh. and he would frame all of his designs really? so whenever he would you know design something for me i'd be like oh i don't even have to worry about this because he's going to take care of everything in the field so it's all going to be framed exactly the way he drew it wow it really that is great. such a great idea <laughs> yes. yeah it was so great to get my so own framing great. company there you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> That's you've Nothing changed my 2021. Right. Yeah, I get because that would go. be perfect. Because I could <laughs> right. just explain to the framer, and I know they're listening, and they're just going to mm -hmm. do it that way. Yep. Then exactly. that's great. That would be great. Yep. Yep. That, well. Yeah. There you go. So years ago, I was a union carpenter, and I was building Mohegan Sun, and did all the inside work for the parking garage, and then I got bumped up to working on the um, hotel which was logistically at times very, very challenging because there's real no steel in it. It's all rebar and tension cable, hmm. except for up top on the very top of the roof, they have steel for all the mechanics for the, the heating and air conditioning units and everything else <clears throat> and the elevators and stuff. So they started on the floors when they were building them and they had um, the cantilevers for the, for, the, um, for the windows, for the suites. And as they started going up, um, they realized, I mean, it all looked good on paper, but somebody figured out uh, engineering-wise that the pillars that, that were the posts that were going to go all the way to the 36th floor, they needed to increase the cement on the mm -hmm. pillars to, to compensate on the weight for the cantilever of the, of the suites for the rooms. So that was interesting because you watched, you watched them wrap the, the beams again with more cement and more forms and things like that. So I think 
something like that. I don't know what they did, but they must have put a meter on the floor or put a meter on the stress of the cable and the, and the rebar. And they, um, they figured it out. Wow. They figured out how to do it. And, and yeah, it was very, very interesting. That was, that was a very, it was an engineering challenge. So you have an engineering degree also as being an architect, correct? No, Is that, no, no, I'm just an architect. Just architect. Yeah. Just an architect. Just, that's it. just, just, <laughs> that's it. Just All an architect. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I have a structural engineer that I give stuff like, I mean, I, that's why I work on residential work. Cause that's just building 32 story columns is not yeah. something I want to yeah. deal with. That's a big problem. I guess I would, I guess the point that I was trying to make, I said, as you go, you find things out that need to be corrected. You right. know, you need to adjust. So yeah. even so, if you're working on someone's house, you know, loads, yeah. you yeah. know, loads, beams, beams, you know, yeah. Yeah. always can change. Well, so, so when I was thinking about the answer to the question of unexpected things in walls, I mean, all I could really think of was, um, oh, what are those called? Razor blades, the shaving things that people used to put in the mm-hmm. walls. Like that would be something unexpected. That's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, yeah. we found some cool stuff. I mean, I, I love going into an old house and ripping open the wall and finding like the old newspapers from back in like the yeah. early 1900s or something. And, you know, you can get a shirt for a nickel and you know, yeah. all this stuff. You know, yeah. it's just it's just really cool to look through some of that old, old stuff. You know, when I found, you know, um, different uh, presidential pins and stuff. Uh, you know, the, the one I keep looking for is one of those glass flasks that's worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars because yeah, there's a couple of them that are one. out there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we do find, we do find beer cans and oh, stuff, yeah. you know, when people are working and then the boss comes, they just put it in the wall and <laughs> close it up. So, yeah. so I, mean, I got it. Yeah, go I, I don't go think ahead. that's what she meant exactly, but I do no. think it's kind of fun, it's fun to find unexpected things like that in the walls. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in it. I grew up in a old Victorian home that was, geez, when I was in the 60s, it was 150 years old. But, um, I lived in it until I was 26. My parents sold it. And then recently, about 12 years ago, I swung by the house in Methuen and I knocked on the door just to say, hey, I'm a Driscoll. I lived here. And the guy was, you're a Driscoll. I tried to buy a house the first time and <laughs> I got outbid. And then when I sold it, I had to buy it. I love this house. Come on in. So he brought me in the house and he was showing me all the things he did, how things changed, you know, how we changed some stuff over, which was amazing, which was great. Left all the molding in the original we had a um, spiral staircase that went all the way up, you know, mm-hmm. which was plaster walls and stuff. And all the, he left all the molding and everything else. And he was telling me he was doing renovation on one of the on one of the rooms. And he went into one of the walls. And he found in the wall a piece of sheetrock with all the contractors names on it who worked on the house because my parents had a big renovation on it when they bought it because my sister was getting married. and They wanted to get fixed and have the reception at the house. So he's telling me, I had all the names of the guys, and on the very, very bottom, it said, this Driscoll's house was an effing nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time you find that, it's it too late. It's too late. They should have I know. <laughs> I know. I wanted to see it. He couldn't find it at the time, but he had it. Oh, that's, that's funny. funny. That was funny. Yeah, that. yeah that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of, um, I had... I had a guy on the podcast who was trying to tell me that I could I could get a jackhammer and learn how to get rid of, you know, put in a new footing on my own basement. But I don't need mm-hmm. a footing, so or I don't need a post or anything like that. So I thought I could just maybe do that and put in a um, time capsule for people 
to see later, you know, what what we did during the pandemic of um, 2020. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't done it Um, yet. I mean, it seems unlikely that I'm going to get a jackhammer. (laughs) Do you do you like to do do you do architecture like on a if you have an old home that you kind of like reviving it to more to a modern home? Have you ever done that? Like put additions on and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Not Victorians as often as you know. Um, I live in a 1920s Dutch colonial, so okay. You nice. know, this is more of a standard type house in my town, and we. Yep. Just yep. do that. I mean, people around here mostly want to do their attics over because, um, well, that's the space they have. You know how it's pretty dense around here. So yeah, so my yeah. right, right. additions and renovations to houses like this. So, you know, it's pretty so pretty is, standard. Is building is booming in in Arlington, Mass? Is it, it is, yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, I'm surprised that at first, when the whole pandemic happened, people stopped their projects, and then since about May, it's just been really crazy. Wow. What about you? Are you That's are you too busy? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like a fire hose, really. I mean, yeah. I get. I probably gotten 20 calls this month about projects. Wow. Oh, no, not this month because wow. it's February. Last month. Last month. Right. Last January. month. I got it. I got. It. Yeah, but it's just too much, and I just. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, a lot. I mean, there's just so much you can do. I, I get it. Yeah, because I'm just alone. And then I, you know, do this stuff. But, um, well, so just to wrap up. So in terms of sure. expecting, you can expect the unexpected if you have some planning involved. And you know that there might be a pipe in this wall because mm-hmm. there's a radiator right above it or some. You know, there's, it's nothing that's really that impossible besides rot or millions of ants, which happened to me one time. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Where I opened up my above some columns, the whole thing was rotten. There was no beam in there. And I don't know why wow. how it was all staying wow. up. Wow. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was How's it holding up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I hopefully they're gone. I mean, you can't just really hope the ants are gone. You really have to actually treat it, but mm-hmm. um but that's that's an unexpected thing. But other than that, you can really expect most things. You can plan it. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's not as scary as people think. Maybe you know, and that's that is one of those uh, things that the negative things that people have about contractors is you know they always there's always hidden costs and you know the price always goes up. Um, yeah, you know I can tell you on my projects rarely does it ever go up unless the scope of the work changes. Now that's yeah, what if you plan goes. correctly. Right. So you, you know, if they want to add something, well, I mean, there's a change order, and you know that that's you know just happens to you know yeah. to, to raise the price. But if it's if it's you know, plan correctly, th- there shouldn't be a lot of hidden costs involved. Right. Yeah. As long as they don't add to the scope, which people tend to do all the Correct. time. Like, since I'm here, let's just put air conditioning in. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, mm, yeah. Okay. We could do that. And then let, since we're here, let's just do the kitchen on the first in the first unit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only money. You could do it, definitely. Absolutely. You know? Anything's possible. Almost oh, anything, I'm yeah. That right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dealing with people just adding stuff on. It yep. adds up pretty quickly. Yep. Yeah, they found that out. Yeah. Yeah, they found that out. And then, yeah. Just... I mean, the other part for us, too, is, you know, scheduling, too. You know, every time they add something, you know, it increases the length of time we're going to be at the project. And obviously, we've got another project already scheduled to, to go. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's a domino effect. 
Well, it's good mm. to plan it all out ahead of time, which is why I feel like if you can. My, my job is to try to get everything, flush it out of them in the beginning so that they don't then mm-hmm. think of things later that they want to add, you know, so. Right. We'll try to work. We'll try to work together to minimize that. Yeah. You know, actually, I actually, yeah, I actually encourage my, my customers to use an architect um, just because, you know, being properly planned and drawn and, and you know, outlined. They can see it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, all we're doing is just kind of having this conversation back and forth and there's no visual yeah. you know, component that they can look at and know exactly what it's going to look like, you yeah. know, and you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a drawing. Oh, but mm. we want them to, don't we? <laughs> you do. Yes, yeah, you do. No, I, I don't change. actually. I wish I, I charged tens of thousands of dollars for a drawing, but I don't. Right? Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. But no, I yeah. just feel like the more we actually discuss every little aspect of it, the less you have to do during construction, and the easier it just is. Right? Totally agreeable. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, yep. too bad you guys aren't up here. It'd be fun to work with you. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Likewise. I got but, so many jokes. <laughs> You do. Well, tell me about yeah. your podcast so that other people can, because you know, our podcasts are pretty similar in a way yep. in that I would mm-hmm. imagine that your your listener would be, do you think they're other contractors or are they homeowners or who, who's listening to you, do you think? I would yeah, say mostly homeowners. Though. Mostly homeowners, do-it-yourself yeah. homeowners. Yeah. yeah. We get a lot of questions, you know, regarding yeah. projects that they're working on at their house and how to, how to tackle it and things like that. Um, but, you know, we're kind of a little bit different on our podcast. We just hit record and Jimmy and I just start talking. And if we have a guest, it's just like, you know, you're, we hope it's kind of like, you're just listening in on a couple of friendly guys, you know, that have been, that have known each other for years, just having a conversation and, and hopefully learn something along the way. Right. And get entertained. Yeah. that's. Yeah. I'd say that's an accurate description. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So it's behind yeah. the studs podcast. Behind the studs. Yes. Yep. And you're on Instagram as well. Yes, we are. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, we're, we're on all of it. And then for the podcast, you know, um, YouTube. Yeah. And we have the YouTube cool. channel as well. So yeah. Yep. Everywhere you get a podcast. So what about yeah. tick? What about TikTok? Have you guys tried that out yet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're on that too. Yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to follow yeah. you. <laughs> how's, how's yeah. It we, haven't, we haven't done enough of it. I mean, we, we did a couple of things here and there, uh, but we definitely need to do more. It, it probably would be a lot of fun. Well, it's like a full-time job keeping up all, with all these social media posts. Isn't it something the social media drives you nuts? Yeah, that's why we've yeah. got uh, Marissa, our producer. Yeah. She's phenomenal. She does a lot of that stuff for us. Actually, she does all of it for us. We just kind of show up. You and got TikTok so. on your phone? I do not have TikTok on my phone, no. <laughs> you need TikTok what? on you your need... phone. Yeah, where else are you going to have TikTok? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first step. I, I first step. I got to say, <laughs> yeah. I got to say, some of the stuff I've seen on TikTok has been pretty, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, home improvements. Like mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. it's like, wow, it's like, wow, that's cool. That's cool. And then you get these losers on there. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> but you get a life. Get a life. Okay. Oh Are these home improvement losers yes. or just? Um, no. No, it's just losers. And Catherine, just a plain you on TikTok? What's that? Yeah. Are you, on, are you on TikTok? I am, yeah. Nice. All right. So we're going to follow you too. Yeah. 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 But I'm the house maven on TikTok, so. House maven. That's right. House well, maven. Well, because this, so, you know, this podcast. You're the principal. The principal of what? My firm? Yeah. Yeah. It's just me. So, yeah, I'm the principal. I'm the drafter. (laughs) I'm the social media person. (laughs) I'm the podcast lady. I edit. I do rough edits, and I have have a guy who edits the final. Well, I was going to say, if if you had students that were under you, I wonder if if they got out of line, if you hit them with a ruler. 
Oh, but a boom. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't well, say that was a great show we had today, <laughs> Catherine. Thank God she it was edits. really great. Jim, you know, lose her number, Jim. Yeah, no, just, just lose it. Uh, there we well, go. Tough crowd. Tough crowd yeah, today. Tough like, crowd. This is thing on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I appreciate you guys coming on, though. Thank Thanks you for having us. Really, we really Thank do appreciate it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Sorry for my corny joke. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was going all too good till I opened my big fat mouth. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much, Colin and Jimmy. I had fun. I hope you enjoyed listening. I appreciate that you did listen this far. This episode came from a listener question. So if you have questions, send them to me and I will try to I'll try to address them. So you can of course, you can email me at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Home Renovations and on TikTok at The House Maven. So I'm meeting a lot of interesting people on Instagram and TikTok these days. And so, yeah, I think we're going to have some great stories coming up. But if you would like to tell your own renovation story and you think it would be good for my podcast, get in touch. If you like this podcast... You could subscribe, of course, and you could also review it and maybe rate it, and that would help with, I don't know, my standings or something. They tell me it helps with something. But uh, as you know, I'm coming out every week these days, and I've really been enjoying spending more time working on this podcast. So thank you all for listening again. Join my mailing list. That would be that would be great. Then I can send you something every week, or sometimes I forget, so every two weeks. The link is in the show notes. And as always, this podcast is a production of my architecture firm, Demios Architects. And um, if you're in Massachusetts, I have this Ask an Architect design helpline. So it's an hour of advice on Zoom if you want to check on what you've been doing. Anyway, you, again, link in the show notes. And at Demios Architects, our motto is architects are for everyone. This podcast is part of the Design Network. You can see the other podcasts that are part of that network at designnetwork.org. Well, until next time, take care. Take care.